Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on February 7th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. Pointing to billions of dollars in recent LIRR investments, the head of the MTA on Monday said Long Island should be willing to pay more to support transit, even if many of its residents are still working from home. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that speaking at a budget hearing yesterday held by the state legislature in Albany, Metropolitan Transportation Authority Chairperson and CEO Jeno Lieber defended a proposal made by Governor Kathy Hochul last week to increase the state's payroll mobility tax by 47 percent from 34 cents for every $100 of payroll to 50 cents for eligible employers. Quote, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask the businesses who are, for the first time, getting reverse commuting to participate in the payroll tax, said Lieber, referencing the LIRR's enhanced ability to bring workers from New York City to jobs on Long Island. The $800 million the state expects to generate from the bump would go to the MTA, which says it is facing a recurring $2 billion deficit caused by low ridership during the COVID pandemic. The MTA chairman also said he believes major employers in New York City should pay even if many former LIRR commuters from Long Island are working from home. The alternative, Lieber said, would be underfunding a transit system that's still relied upon by those less fortunate. Quote, they deserve the same frequent, reliable, safe service they've come to depend on, even if very affluent New Yorkers, mostly in white-collar jobs, aren't using mass transit as frequently, Lieber said. It doesn't make sense that low-income folks should see service slashed because others can work from home or dial it in from East Hampton. Lieber told state lawmakers yesterday he'll push the powerful labor unions at the LIRR for work rule reforms following a New York Post expose of widespread waste and inefficiency at the agency that cost hundreds of millions of dollars a year in related news. The contracts allow engineers to earn quadruple time on a standard eight-hour shift and conductors earn double pay for working a train for a Mets game, while LIRR labor practices include putting as many as a half dozen ticket collectors on a single train. Nolan Hicks reports in the New York Post that just bringing the LIRR wages and workforce efficiency in line with Metro North would save the MTA more than $200 million annually. The investigation found, quote, my predecessors had railroad agreements, many of which date to the early 20th century because of the Long Island Railroads. Been around that long, Lieber said. Sometimes you need to update and that's what we'll do. We'll put those issues on the table. Lieber added that in the interim, he had named the president of Metro North, Catherine Rinaldi, as the interim chief of the LIRR to look for opportunities to compare and contrast efficiency at the railroad. The New York State budget includes at least $1.6 billion for the MTA. Here on the East End, Restaurant Depot, which plans to open its fourth Long Island warehouse in Riverhead later this year, was granted financial assistance for the Route 58 development by the Riverhead IDA yesterday. Denise Civiletti reporting on RiverheadLocal.com that the Riverhead IDA board, uh, board voted unanimously to approve the benefits package comprising sales and use tax exemptions 
not to exceed $253,580 and real property tax exemptions totaling $553,786 over a period of 10 years, according to IDA documents. The abatement amount will decline over the 10-year period and the company will pay full taxes beginning in year 11. During the 10-year property tax abatement period, the company will make pilot payments totaling uh, $1,847,533, according to the pilot schedule attached to the resolution approved by the IDA Board Monday. And finally, with a continuation of the public hearing on the proposed plan for access to the John Steinbeck property located at to Bluff Lane in Sag Harbor, the Southampton Town Board has provided the public with access to the plan. Lisa Finn reports on the patch dot or patch.com, excuse me, that the public hearing is slated for next Tuesday, Valentine's Day at 1 p.m., both in person in the town boardroom at Southampton Town Hall, 116 Hempton Road, and via video, video conferencing. Having the access plan in advance of the public hearing will afford interested individuals the opportunity to review it and offer comments for the record, town officials said. The 1.8-acre parcel at the end of Bluff Point Lane in Sac Harbor was bought by John and Elaine Steinbeck in 1955. In 1938, the area was developed as Beach Haven, also known as uh, Nunakoma Park, and promoted with the slogan, Get Back to a Simple Life. West of Sag Harbor Village and at the end of a peninsula, the Steinbeck Summer House at 2 Bluff Point Lane fronts Morris and Upper Sag Harbor Coves. The wooded property includes the pre-World War II main house, a guest cottage, a two-car garage, a swimming pool, a 60-foot pier, and the crowning jewel, the circa 1958 writing studio designed by the Nobel Prize winner himself to resemble a small lighthouse. He named it Joyous Guard for Sir Lancelot's castle. The goal and objective of the proposed public access agreement is to provide a balance between the public access and use as a writer's residence so both the public and the new stewards of the property have an understanding of the same according to Southampton town officials. Slide over, sliding over to Southampton Village for the weather in honor of Patton Miller and Christina Strasfield. Joining us in the WLIWFM studio for the hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing at the bottom of the hour. Uh, looking like sun right now, but increasing clouds today with a high near 43 degrees. Wind chill values between 25 and 30 degrees. Northeast wind. 7 to 9 miles per hour becoming south in the afternoon tonight. A 50% chance of rain mainly before 1 a.m., otherwise mostly cloudy with the temperature rising to around 40 degrees by 9 p.m. Southwest wind 11 to 15 miles per hour. Right now it's just below freezing. And uh, in honor of my best friend sending me a, a track called Too Late Now by a band called Wet Leg, uh, which is awesome, by the way, and I've been keeping it in my back pocket. Then as I'm scrolling, you know, on the face space last night, this song pops up. So I said, geez, it was too late for me to look cool playing this track. So I've got the Too Late edition for you. Uh, too Late Now from Wet Legs, uh, uh, self-titled record of 2021. In just a few 
um, Glenn Campbell, Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose, and Gordon Lightfoot first. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, a practice run for the two, the all-music Too Late edition of The Heart. If there is a Too Late track you love, whether it's too late or or it's never too late, uh, give us a call, 631-591-7006, and uh, leave a voicemail. Let us know what your request is for the all-music uh, Too Late edition of The Heart. This is The Practice Run, kicking it off with Glenn Campbell. Stay tuned. Too late to turn back now. You're listening to the Heart of the East End on WLIWFM, 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County, streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. Everywhere, she told me it can break your heart. 
Since I met this little woman, I feel it's happened to me. And I'm telling you, it's too late to turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. It's too late to turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. I found myself phoning her at least ten times a day. You know, it's so It was only yesterday when I heard the teacher say, patiently, one and two make three. We were children, you and me. Let us pray for the ones they call the children of today. Nothing left but promises Nothing much is certain All we see is one to need across the board Why, thank you, Lord, we're living In the glory of your care Skies of blue Sound of sighing, Lord abide, let us stand the tide. Broken dreams, sometimes you see to tell us it's too late for 
prayer See the ocean white and blue Think of all that's in her She will not surrender to the likes of us But then she must, they tell us Wise men tell us it's too late For each child with eyes that smile There'll be ten more crying Lord, abide, let us stem the tide Of helplessness But then I guess we're living Is it too late? Trying. Nothing here but grains of sand Nothing much worth saving Yes, we've all got problems of our own to bear Still we share tomorrow Could get better than today To the ones who loved in vain Will you be beholden? Lord, abide, let us stand of broken dreams Sometimes you seem to tell us It's too late for prayer A little Gordon Lightfoot leading us to the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour, a little after midnight if you're listening to the replay. And that means it's time for the Hot Studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing. So grateful to have two very great people uh, sitting right in front of me. Christina Strassfield, the new executive director over at the Southampton Arts Center. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Gianna. And Patton Miller. Welcome back, both of you. Thank you, Gianna. It's good to be back. So, really exciting stuff because uh, there was a break, right, for East End Collected, but we're back. Well, it's a biannual show now. Okay. The first four shows were annual. Uh, and we moved to a biannual show, which I think is better. It's good. We, you know, it was fun when it was annual, but... Um, so we're biannual now, and 
Yes, we're back, and we're. I feel like we're sort of post-pandemic, Christina. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's so exciting to be here and to be working with Patton and to be in this uh, environment right now where the artists are so excited about getting together and showing their work and being here now, which is what your whole concept was. Yeah, the 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 the, the concept of the show is us here now, meaning. Here we are in the middle of winter. Doesn't seem like winter, does it? <laughs> but uh, it's, and and you know, Christina is new at the job, and is I've known Christina for thirty years, and yes, she's always been in the corner of the artist, and it's yes. it's just fantastic having you at the Southampton Art Center, and I'm glad to be a guest curator, and 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 yesterday we organized the show in a day. Which usually takes three days, but we did it at, we collaborated and, and she had great ideas and it was just a lot of fun, wasn't it? It really was. The day just zipped by because, you know, dialogue between the two of us and we had the really very similar ideas of what we wanted. Yep. But I love that give and take. It was really exciting to have that energy going forward. And I think everyone, all of the people that were there, responded to it as well, you know? <laughs> well, everybody likes a smooth sailing, right? <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that it, it was so such a quick process, uh, you know, new at, at the Southampton at the Southampton Art Center, but certainly not new to what you do. And I imagine uh, since East End Collected has had so many additions, you've seen past shows. Absolutely. I've seen shows and I've admired them. But what I loved about what Patton has done is he's included some artists that I didn't know. So for me, it's a wonderful new sort of new beginning with some new artists, um, a lot of artists that I do know, of course. But I'm always excited because our artists community is ever growing, continuing. So it's the artistic legacy that, that lives on and lives on and lives on. So I know there's some repeats this year, but I was always so surprised how many years you went without having a repeat, right? And I and I jettisoned that rule that I had made, um, just because I kind of wanted to look back and review and and just build a strong show. Yeah. So it was um, it was time to sort of revamp balance that. Balance that, yeah. You know? uh, we and um, boy, did we! This is a very exciting exhibition. I really urge everybody to come to the Southampton Arts Center on Saturday, February eleventh, five to seven, to see this show. It is an incredibly dynamic show, if I say so myself as a curator. But I, as I said, I had so much help from one of the most seasoned pros out here. Yeah, and, she's the best. And you know, um, people get used to living here, but it's a great place for the arts community. And Christina's been a, you know, been here. For, I've known you for my whole professional life, <laughs> and and I have two paintings in the permanent collection of East, of Guild Hall because of Christina. Stop. Yeah, and and Can I'm you tell proud me about, of those paintings. I, I gotta tell tell me about those pieces. Well, there's two wonderful pieces, and absolutely, the first one I was not responsible for. I think Helen Harrison was the curator at the ah, time, but okay. the second one definitely. I had gone to a patent studio, and had seen this wonderful painting called Boy with the Trumpet, and I couldn't get that painting out of my head. I just, I was in love with that painting. And when we had our 75th anniversary at Guildhall, I said to Pat, and I said, would you be willing to give that painting to Guildhall? And he said, of course. Oh my gosh. And then I got to show it several times in different exhibitions that we did, because it's it's an amazing painting. Patton's, and again, Patton's one of those artists that you'll see one of his pieces, and it will stick with you. I remember I had uh, one of your shark pieces as like the background of my phone for like two years. Wow, I didn't was, know that. Yeah. Yeah, well thanks, that's so sweet of you to share that well, with me. Well, it's, 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 I mean, it's something that I think that a lot of people experience seeing your work. I mean, Thank you. It, it, it speaks to you. 
you know, there will be something and it just it just sticks in there. It totally did. You know, again, year, it was years later, but I just I couldn't get that painting out of my head. And, you know, when I, I love the idea that I could call him and I could say, Pat, would you do this? And he's like, of course, I'll do it. So that's Pat. That's the that's the guy that we know. <laughs> do you have any work showing uh, in East End Collected? This I year? do. That was the second thing that I changed was before it was no repeats. And 10 years ago, when I did the first uh, East End Collected, I included myself thinking it would be a one-and-done show that, that would not repeat. But then we did the second show, and I thought, okay, let's not repeat anybody. But now I've included um, myself in the show. And in fact, the, the subject of the painting at the Southampton Art Center is the same person as the painting that uh, Christina was just talking about, the boy with the um, trumpet. And it's the same model. It's my son, my my son Christian. Which one? Okay, Christian. Yeah, it's our younger son, who is now living in Tokyo. That uh, is so cool. By the way, he engineered that whole thing himself. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So it's we were, we were talking about Christina's got two sons, and it's just great to see. And you oh, have a boy. No, yeah. a girl. Well, a I have a, I have a girl, but you know, I'm sorry. I have a yeah. child. Yeah, you have a you child. <laughs> And it's one year old. You're a just beautiful at the very child. Yes. You're at the very beginning of the whole process. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, we're I'm we're not it. at the beginning. No, of the process. but it gets better and better. I, yeah. I gotta That's savor like, every single. It minute. must be so cool just watching them unfold as human beings, and you know, having their own ideas and and. Uh, imagination. You might rethink that when they're three. When they're three. I like, you know, it's funny because I, I watch a lot, you know, when you're scrolling, the algorithm like figures out what's going on mm -hmm. with you. So it's funny how uh, it used to show me newborns and now, and then it's showing me, you know, oh, looking back to when they were newborn, but now they're older. And now it's beginning to show me the the toddler terrible twos and but I, I really like the videos that talk about like it's not terrible it's like they're figuring out what emotions are and like how to be a person in the world and like just like highlighting the importance of um emotionally regulating yourself and like trying to stay calm and and model mm. you know the be be the best model that you can be even if you don't want to be. I strongly recommend home movies. The the show? No. Oh, making oh, your own making home them. movies. Yes. Yeah. It's uh we were looking at movies from our older son Sam was born in Molokai in nineteen ninety one and we were looking at those films just the other day and it's it's magic. I mean, I do, yeah. and and it's crazy because I think I, I bought more storage on my phone because now it's everything's different. It's not external, it's mm -hmm. not you put it on the the wall, it's just like this collection, this mass in the cloud that just builds. But I really try to. I try, I try to, every time uh, I have an idle moment, make, make a movie. Just uh, this morning I was taking pictures on FaceTime uh, here from, from here in the studio. And she's learning. She, she, she's just entered the um, will do whatever you do you know, sponge sort of stage. So she has her little baby doll and I showed her feeding the baby. So she was showing me, oh, look, mommy, I'm feeding, I'm feeding the baby. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I know. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm really excited to see Christian. 
in East End collected. So, yep. so tell us more about the boy with the trumpet. What what's Christian doing in the piece that uh, you've chosen? Oh, for? this one he's holding onto a tether to a, a unseen pet. Oh, um, that's I like that because you can imagine it could be a shark, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting because right next to my painting is uh, um, Hiroyuki Hamada's uh, piece, which is couldn't be more different and is extremely enigmatic, as I find him to be, which is a wonderful trait, personality trait. He he uh, doesn't give you a lot when you first meet him. And you know there's so much more. Absolutely. I yeah. love people like that. Yeah, it's uh, enigmatic. Yes. As can be. And what's so exciting about the show, Patton, is that, you know, you've really chosen these artists and they're so different. So everyone, you know, one piece next to another piece, really, they're completely You must have had different, such a fun but time. such energy. Absolutely. Placing and it. looking at it, um, there's video by Margaret Garrett. Um, there's a huge self up. Portrait, another portrait of an artist that has done of his son that is how many feet tall? Uh, it's 14 feet tall. 14 Stop feet. it. Yeah. Amazing. Where did you, did you put that on the key? What's in that key the, spot? The, the transept gallery. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's by, that painting is by Eugenio okay. Eugenio Kudica, um, an Argentine artist, one of the top artists of South America. And he has a 40-acre compound up in uh, Flanders near the Big Duck. I was going to say, okay, because everyone has some sort of a connection to the East End, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not just uh, the, the South Fork. It's the North Fork and Flanders and... Some and, great artists from the North Fork, Glenn yeah. Hansen, Adam Strauss. Nice! Very, very okay. exciting, really exciting work. And I think that, you know, it's a great showcase for everyone and the connection between them when they were when they were coming in to drop off their work and we were having great conversations. And that's what we want. That's what we want, you know, about SAC. We want everyone to get together and have that dialogue with one another, talk art. It's a very special place. We don't have that everywhere, that artists can get together like that. Is Absolutely. This, is this the most activated uh, East End collected as far as the, the North Fork is concerned? No. Um, I People often will say to me, like, this is the best show that you've done. And, and every no, year that, that's, that, that's, that's not That's not the case because the artists in all shows are great. Yes, yes, yes. I think what's gotten better is is my ability to present the work. And this year, I had the extra help of Christina. <laughs> I cannot wait. So, so the show is incredible. And you know, you know what's going to be really? I mean, in addition to the amazing work, I have to imagine that the eleventh is going to be such a party because I was talking the other day. This is like the February is the true locals month. Even like because we also have our friends that that go south or go elsewhere. In February is like when everyone really. You know, it gets together. Well, in the old days, they rolled up the streets. We're lucky that doesn't happen now, but we no. even have Jay Schneiderman is going to be performing. Um, oh, yes, from five to seven, and showing work, and showing oh. work at the same time. He's got sculptures of two wire dogs that you know Alexander Calder eat your heart out. <laughs> uh, his it. no, I his think. sculptures are are phenomenal. I remember seeing one just. A, yeah, was, I think it was an East End collector. What a multi talented guy! He's yes. the most unusual politician I've ever met. I played. <laughs> Pickleball and, and so and so uh he's someone who's really like you have to have a certain something and he he has that thing he's he loves it he, he loves he keeps doing winning work <laughs> he keeps getting reelected and actually it's he's done right so yeah. we'll see where, where yeah. jay what jay does next i think he says something about running for president <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> who would want that job we'll right a, uh, not me yeah not me
But we've got some wonderful programs, too, Gianna. Um, um, Pat is going to be giving two tours on February 19th and April 1st. Um, then there's going to be Artist Talks on March 14th, 4th and 18th. Different um, format. Different format. Why don't you talk about that? Uh, the format for the Artist Talks is, uh, before it would be uh, it would be six artists uh on stage talking about the work for 10 minutes. This time it's like meet the, meet the press. It's, it'll be four artists on the stage with me and I'll be uh, directing, moderating the, moderating the uh, talk. That's going to be such a fun time. It will be fun because it'll be more of a party on stage that yeah. the audience can uh, enjoy. And, and the interplay with you is always... Well, that's my job. Yeah, I love I love doing raconteurs with you. You don't go on stage and keep your mouth shut. No, <laughs> it happens. I let you know. It, it, the most challenging guests are always the people that are like racing to get to the end of the question, and then you gotta like think up new questions on the spot. Uh, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing uh, your photo or your uh, piece that's going to be in East End collected. I love it. Thank you. And I my favorite part is. I love when artists put their work in their work. So I have a, a, a I, I'm thinking of a, a painting of a painting. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm thinking of my friend Hope. She has this great uh, mushroom piece, and there's another one that I own that's all of our friends from college in uh, different Halloween costumes. And on the wall in the house is her mushroom piece. Oh wow! So I see that's that same sort of thing going on yep. in your work. Yeah, paintings of paintings. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's very meta. So it's a dialogue within the painting itself. Yes. So it's, it really references back to itself, and which is so exciting. And again, with Patton's work, you always find those references going back and forth. And, and the different styles. It's such depth to yes. the work. It really does. It's so powerful. I love it. Absolutely love uh, it. Gee, gosh. Holly, <laughs> gee, guys. We're All also right. going to have a tour of Patton's studio. So for a certain Stop. number of guests, which right. will be great. In a limited amount. Limited amount. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. How do you how do you become? You're going to be able to sign one. up if you're a oh. member of a member of Southampton Art Center. We hope everyone becomes a member of Southampton Art Center for our 10th anniversary. Um, yes, but it's going to be great. Ten and then years. first, yeah, with the first, I think 20 people. Did we say? Uh, I don't remember hearing a number, but 20 sounds right. 20 to be about yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be really exciting. What a special opportunity to see an artist in their own environment. It's going into sort of the inner sanctum. So I really feel very privileged that Patton allowed us to do that. I really well, do. I enjoy it, actually. I, um, you spend so much time in a studio, it's always nice to have visitors. Yeah. Because I don't have assistants. I've always done everything myself. We'll true call it, artist, a true artist. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it 20 for 10. So 20 for to 10? celebrate... The 10th hey, anniversary, uh, the first 20 people to sign up is going to be at the Southampton Arts Center? No. Nope. The sign-ups? The sign-ups, yes. Absolutely. Southampton Arts Center. Through the website, right? through the website. Yes. O-R-G. You can go to Southampton Arts Center, O-R-G, uh, for more information. Or come out on the 11th. What time are we getting started? 5 to 7. I cannot wait. I'm Gianna Volpe. That's Christina Strassfield and Patton Miller. Uh, this is that wet leg track, so I'm going to get my sensor fingers ready for a little live bleeping. Uh, the track's called Too Late Now. Again, we are doing a practice run for the all-music Too Late edition, so if there's a track you love with Too Late in the title, whether it's Too Late or Never Too Late, 631 591 Leave us a voicemail. You just heard the Hot Studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
changed my mind again. I'm not sure if this is a song. I don't even know what I'm saying. Everything is going wrong. I think I changed my mind again. I'm not sure if this is the kind of life that I saw myself living. I don't need no dating app to tell me if I look like crap. To tell me if I'm thin or fat. To tell me should I shave my rat. I don't need no radio, no MTV, no BBC. I just need a bubble bath to set me on a higher path.
Sending that one out to Christina Strassfield. She was like, you got to get the Carol King in there. And a little Otis Redding. Here on WLIWFM. Oh, but it's too late. I know it's too late. 
Dang, I love me some Otis Redding. This next artist I'd never heard before putting together this playlist. It's Wild Bell, their 2012 record Isles. It's too late on WLIWFM. Derek and the Dominoes on deck. Foreigner after that. If I've got any time, you're listening to the too late edition of the Heart of the East End. If you have a too late track you love, leave us a voicemail 631 591 7006. It's a real bad, bad crime. 
Letting you into the NPR news break with a little foreigner. You're listening to the too late edition of the Heart of the East End, the weekday morning and midnight show. Featuring music from all decades and genres and folks from all walks of life. All because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. We'll pay. 